2: to the hollow sky podcast we are your host steven
3: and kyle
2: and today kyle has uh interesting little bits of research he's put together i'm kind of stoked on this one i've i've looked into it a little bit but i'm curious to see the he goes down on this topic
3: so i'm so i'm super excited no about pun
2: it. intended goes down on this topic that's right
3: <laughs> Which, That's right.
2: That was a tasteless joke once you hear what the topic's about, so I apologize in advance.
3: Yeah, it actually was supposed to be an episode for a later time because I'd I even posted in Discord how I was I've been reading this book and I've I've got a bunch of written on that, but then I started diving into this story and I'm like, nope, I'm going with this one because I'm I'm infinitely more excited about this episode than the one I have written for the next time we get together. <laughs>
2: Uh, what else we got going on? Um, we recently had an... Inter- we were guests on an interview on the show, My Family Thinks I'm Crazy. So that should be coming out sometime soon. Definitely go over there and check that show out. Uh, the host, Mark, is a genuine, awesome dude.
3: Yeah, we had a lot of fun talking to him.
2: Absolutely. Great host. Cool, Super cool dude. He's got a cool show he's putting together. Treated us real well. So definitely check out his show. Um, And check out the show that we're on. So... That's Please. Cool. If where are we at? Yeah, before we get into Kyle's episode, we got to get through all of the housekeeping business. Kyle's cracking open a monster. I tried to Going rain hard. I tried to rain today. I feel like I uh, I betrayed my roots.
3: Hundred percent because um, I did the same thing. Like I was telling you,
2: it wasn't all that. It's a lot of caffeine. Like I'm fucking wired. It wasn't that good. <laughs> like bang in those they're just there's just too much too much too sweet going on I agree
3: on. I tried two of them and I wasn't impressed I'm sorry
2: Monster Still Reign Supreme That's right pun intended there mm-hmm. as well Uh but yeah check us out at all our social medias. Facebook Instagram YouTube Twitter TikTok the TikTok's been blowing up a little bit so that's cool come over there and hang out we plan on getting some stuff going doing some lives on there Kyle's trying to set us up an awesome uh YouTube Live, we'll let everybody know once we get that off the ground and going. We can come over there. You can come over there and hang out with us. We'll try to do some open lines on that thing once we get it up. Should be super dope.
3: Yeah, we're pretty much going to run it like a radio show. You know, we're going to talk about it. It'll be live. You know, pick. We'll me and Steve will talk about it, a topic or whatever, and then we'll open the lines for people to call in and participate. I think I think it'll be awesome. It we're Right now, the plan would be like on Wednesday nights, say 8 o'clock. Nine o'clock, running a an hour episode or so, whatever we can get out of it. So I think it'll be awesome.
2: Yeah, be pretty pretty friggin' dope. But if you have a paranormal encounter you'd like to get to us, Kyle's going to let you know how to do that.
3: Well, the first and most popular way anymore would be the holophone, and the phone number to that is going to be one six one eight five five six zero eight three seven. You can call, leave a voicemail. You can text it, whatever you want to do. Send pictures, I don't care. Uh, you can also re- just record yourself on your smartphone. You can write your story out and send it to the socials. You can shoot it over the email, which is going to be hollowskypodcast at gmail And we we are always in a need for stories. Like I know some of you are waiting for your story to be out there, but we. We love having a giant backlog of stories because it's, it, it's a pivotal part of our show. Like it, it's fun to kind of get blindsided with something and then talk about it.
2: For sure. For (laughs) sure. I was sitting here, I was looking through the backlog of stories as you were talking. I'm like, the more the merrier. It's a good problem to have. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know after that, you're thinking, man, how can I support these two guys? What can I do to help this show out? Well, first thing, word of mouth. Tell all your friends, share the show, share it on social media, share it at work, share it with your family, whatever you can do to get our name out there helps us exponentially. We also have a Patreon if you'd like to go over there and see if there's something you're interested in there. We release extra content. Kyle goes hard over there, has guests on, talks about all kinds of stuff.
3: Yeah, I'm going to try to start scheduling some interviews during the week whenever mm-hmm. i got free time and so i uh, pay attention and be ready for that i'm gonna start putting feelers out and trying to halfway come up with the list where i can prepare myself but sometimes it'll be a fly by the seat where i just get on instagram I'm like hey looking for an interview anybody down let's go <laughs> that's kind of how we run this whole podcast anyway. yeah so you know how it is life gets busy especially being back on tens and all that bullshit yeah sucks. so
2: so yeah, check out our Patreon. Sign up for a uh, tier if you're interested in that and get some goodies, some extra stuff. We got a uh, Venmo. You can pop over and uh, throw us some monster money if you feel like it. Throw some change in there.
3: Oh yeah, uh, don't don't forget to talk about the PO box. Send us some weird shit. Oh shit,
2: yeah, we got a PO box. We're gonna plug on,
3: that in a minute.
2: No PO box one forty five, in Illinois six two zero three one. Send us something weird.
3: It's also in the show notes.
2: Something haunted. Something cursed. Yes. Yeah. Any anything that you think's interesting? Uh, what else we got? Um, oh yeah, another way you could uh, s- help support the show is leaving us a five star rating and review. Uh, I will try to find that. I'm usually on Apple and iTunes, but I stumbled across our Pod Chaser, which there were a few there. So I'm sorry to our Pod Chaser listeners who have left us five stars. Just found you guys, so don't fret. Our five star rating and review today has brought to Us all from our friend Vampiro. He says, my new favorite podcast. Two regular guys who have extraordinary storytelling skills. I could listen to you guys all day. Five stars. Well, Vampiro, I hope you're Vampiro the wrestler because that would be sick. (laughs) Pretty pretty freaking awesome. But thank you so much for the kind words. Um, Stuff like that really keeps us motivated. Hearing some positivity in a world full of negativity. So we appreciate you as much as you appreciate us. Probably more. With that being said, we're going to go into our listener encounter of the day, which it isn't exactly an encounter. It is uh, a response to our last call on Holophone 5. So if you haven't listened to that episode, flop back over there, check it out. We have some call-ins and we just talk about some weird shit. So this is from our friend Nathan. He posted it on our actual website. He says, so I'm listening to Holophone 5 and have to put some thoughts on the Enel Meditation Guy call. So what if he's hearing it wrong, and should be pronouncing it Enlil? Enlil was the Sumerian creator god, and Derek Gilbert has done all kinds of research on this, and I forgot who is who, but basically, you have Enlil and Enki, and one is the equivalent to the Hebrew creator god Yahweh, and the other is more or less Satan, who twisted the Sumerian religion around to make himself good and the creator god bad. What if he's hearing don't be afraid when Enlil... Returns to warn about some sort of upcoming disclosure or something with some sort of end-time prophecy or deception. Timothy Alberino's book, Birthright, details a lot of this and goes into great depth here. Hope you all are well. Really enjoy the podcast. Keep it up. Nathan, thanks so much for uh, sending us in this information. I have not... I'm not familiar with any of this, honestly. Um, I think that...
3: I think those names were in brother my Brotherhood of the Snake story, I think.
2: Yeah, because that's the first thing Kyle thought was, man, the the flip-flop of the good and evil sounds a lot yeah, like Brotherhood of the Yeah, 100%. 100%. I will look into Derek Gilbert and um, who was the other? Timothy Alberino, because now you really have my attention peaked because I... I don't know anything about Sumerian religion or their creation story or any of that stuff. I have looked into some of the Sumerian gods a little bit just because they, their depictions look kind of cool, but I will definitely look into these two because that that would be <coughs> creepy.
3: Yeah, it's it's definitely interesting, and, and maybe, maybe he heard it wrong, but maybe not. I don't know. Because uh, you even found reference to what was it, Anil?
2: Anil. Anel. Anel yeah.
3: or however it was said. Yeah. And then we you spelled it some type of way. I got Mark from the City of Fallen Angels calling or texting me with a different spelling. So there's there's a lot of different avenues uh that goes down. And Mark, shout out to you, bro. Like you like every time I see the holophone light up and it's your name, like I'm always I may not always like <laughs> Text right back, but I al- I always smile. Like, I always do. Here we go. Yeah, because I know he's sending me some crazy shit, and it I love it. I just love it. So I appreciate <laughs> you, man. Don't don't ever think that I don't just because I don't. You know, life gets busy, but I smile every time I see your name on there.
2: But I I am definitely definitely curious as to where this whole encounter that was left on our holophone goes, and the more information we can put forth uh, to help help our caller out. The better. Yeah, for sure. Definitely an avenue to go down and start looking into because, man, that was, that just blindsided me on the holophone the other day.
3: Yeah. And I know, I know that caller, I think with a lot of it is probably going to remain pretty reserved, at least as of right now. Uh, But I do appreciate other listeners trying to come forward to help this guy. And, you know, so always know that if you're, if you're out there listening, caller, that, not only are we here to help, but there are a lot of other people in the community that are more than willing to help in deciphering the message or or just helping you find what you need to find. So always remember that. There's a lot of really good people, you know, in this whole, too. yeah, hollow family <clears throat> that we got going on. Yeah, for sure.
2: Okay, with that being said, we're about to take off into Kyle's uh, research for the day. Also, Pun intended. I'm just full of airplane puns today, which is (laughs) tasteless as fuck, considering the...
3: The circumstances? Yeah. Well, we don't really know
2: the circumstances. I apologize for that. That is no knock against anybody that lost their lives in this particular
3: instance. If they did.
2: I'm just a punny guy.
3: But yeah, it is the Malaysia Flight MH370. Like I said, it wasn't my initial go-to, but I had a listener hit me up on Instagram with this little piece... And I'm like, you know what, I'm going to look into it. And it was kind of, it's kind of funny because I start looking into it, right? And I find this website and I I laugh because I kind of realize what it is. But it starts like instantly debunking all the cool theories around this, this tragedy, right? And it said it was fucking fact-checked is what it was. And it said like oh here's the theory and it's false and i and i think it was in regards which i'll get into later but it was in regards to the voicemail because that really piqued my fucking interest as you I, as you know
2: I remember when that happened it was i don't know if it dropped on youtube or where the kid posted it but it was all over the fucking place It started on twitter while. but anyways yeah.
3: i don't want <clears throat> to give that away quite yet but that's what really piqued me in here, and then it says it's it's debunked, and I I'm like fuck, like that just ruins the story for me. But but what I didn't realize, which I will instantly call bullshit on, <laughs> is that it was on Snopes.com, and it doesn't give any supporting links or evidence. It
2: just says no, this isn't true.
3: That's literally what all it does. Like, cause I I was interested like, at that point. Be I go like
2: me saying it's not true. Yeah,
3: like I was real. I was genuinely interested at that point, where I was like, okay, well, let's see how they debunked it. So I go kind of digging around, and, and it's nothing. There's no links. There's no explanation. It literally just goes, nope, this is false. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, so all right, all right, so we're back in the cool world of possibilities at this point because I'm not gonna buy into it. Somebody just, just going, nah, it can't happen. Yeah,
2: we're just going to say no.
3: So anyways, uh, prolonging the inevitable here, on March 8th, 2014, MH370 departed from Kuala Lumpur for, for Beijing. It had 227 passengers and 12 crew aboard the plane. The former Prime Minister, Najib Razik, made a statement saying, the aircraft's flight ended somewhere in the Indian Ocean. The relatives of the victims, as you could imagine, were not happy with the investigation or response from the Malaysian government. So at this point, they all get together and they start to protest at the Malaysian embassy in Beijing in hopes that it would more or less force the government to start releasing any information they had on the fate of their loved ones, which is understandable because you know if you if you lost a loved one on that plane
2: i need answers
3: yeah that's where i'm at like hands down what happened was there a malfunction was there how s- the fuck do you lose a plane exactly like you talk about that's what i loved about this is because you talk about how you're always amazed at how a person can go missing on this planet well a whole motherfucking plane yeah. disappeared with 227 people on board and they have no idea where it went
2: yeah, how in the fuck with all of the the technology out, black box recordings, um radar fucking tracking shit on these planes, how in today's world even even 10 years ago almost that's about how long it's been, which is crazy to me. How do you lose a plane?
3: Exactly. Dude, that's where I was at like like I said, that resonated with me so hard Thinking about you all because you'd said to me all the time about how you're amazed at how a person could disappear and I'm like Whole fucking plane is gone without a trace and it's been this looming mystery for like you said almost ten years now anyways So it it doesn't take long for all the tinfoil hats to to break out and start coming up with possible theories on the subject and boy are they plentiful? There's a whole lot, so I'm gonna try to go through as many as I can. Um, they said that the Boeing seven seventy seven couldn't withstand a direct impact with the ocean, and that's that's kind of obvious in my opinion because it'd almost be like jumping, like belly flopping off a bridge. The same analysis, you, you go, it's gonna you're, be like hitting concrete. Exactly. That's pretty much exactly what they said. They said it would just splinter into pieces, and that these pieces would then start to wash up in places around the world, right? And inevitably, it's going to wash up somewhere because you had, you know, objects on there like seats and luggage and things that would float. So, you know, people should have started finding debris and wreckage on the search and rescue or start washing up on the shores. Now, apparently, they say that that did happen later is that people were able to find pieces of MH370 but it only ended up quieting down some of the theories for a little while
2: i'm i'm going to interject here because i just i'm just i'm kind of reading this as we go go along this is interesting to me Britannica.com said the first piece of debris, debris was not found until July 29, 2015, when the right wing, right wing flapper, flapper, flapperon, flapperon was discovered on the beach of French Island of uh, Reunion.
3: Yeah, Island, yeah,
2: about 23,000 miles west of the Indian Ocean in an area that was being searched by Australian authorities. Over the next year and a half, 26 more pieces of debris were found on the shores of Tanzania, Mozambique, South Africa, Madagascar, and Mauritius. Here's where it's weird to me. Three of the 27 pieces were positively identified as coming from Flight 370, and 17 were thought to have likely to come from the plane. Okay, you find... 27 pieces of fucking airplanes in the ocean, <laughs> and you can only positively identify three, three to the missing airplane. Where in the f- fuck did all these other pieces of airplane come from?
3: Right. Well, and I also point out because because we are in the world that we are in, and because our brains think the way they do. Now, there when I was re- when I was reading this, my brain went, initially went to. These these pieces they're finding, that's that's taking into consideration that those pieces are even legit. Okay? Yeah. Because if the Malaysian government is getting hammered with, That's exactly what I was saying. You say. know what I'm saying? And I, I now and everybody pin that because I come back to that later. So it's possible that these couldn't could or couldn't have been parts of 370. Now, this is where I kind of start to go into some of the theories. The first one, and it's fair, it's relevant, hijacking. So a fairly logical explanation could have been that the plane was hijacked. It was speculated that they could have taken the plane to a remote island, which borderline doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. No group uh, apparently took any responsibility for the quote-unquote hijacking it's said that the unofficial quote-unquote researchers have said the plane could have landed at over 600 possible locations. So let's run it, right? If you take a plane with passengers, odds are your number one goal would be try to sell back those people that you've taken. Or maybe, maybe, as we've seen through the the, the looming war that we were in in our in Iraq and Afghanistan and stuff. They also do this type of stuff as a political statement, but they'll just kill them, right? They'll kill them on air, make their statement. What they have to do. The only way I see something like this playing out was if they used a plane to transport something of importance, and they wanted whatever item was on that plane. And then the rest was essentially discardable. Like the hijacking scenario, just doesn't make a lot of sense to me.
2: No, because why? Why hijack a plane and then not take credit for it? Unless, That's un- what I'm unless, like, like you said, they either wanted something that was on that plane, or they wanted to use the plane for something
3: else. Right. You know, Which
2: the plane itself is
3: that does come back into and another theory later on. Um. Another one, the next one, like I said, right off the rip, terrorist attack. And this is relevant because this is 2014. Well, what happened in, you know, 2001? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it is it is a relevant theory. It's one that would should be one of the first theories that come to mind when a plane goes missing like this. Now, like I said, it kind of plays on the, the hijacking still. Was, you know, the thought of the terrorist attack. And, of course... They tried to pin it on none other than a jihadist attack. There were remarks that it could have been possible these said terrorists hijacked the plane and flew it to Afghanistan. Possible to have another missile, so to speak, to launch at whether it be the United States or wherever. There was even a Russian newspaper that had also suggested this theory, but borderline confirming it, saying that the unknown terrorist hijacked the plane and flown it to Afghanistan and then held the crew and passengers hostage. So I find this, I just find this theory, it's possible, right? It's definitely possible, but the big problems is that we've obviously played the years out after that, and no one ever did come forward with said hostages. No. It was never taken You would
2: think that you would think that <laughs> someone of the 227 passengers of the 12 crew would have showed up by now. If they were alive somewhere. 100%. Whether it Or be... you would
3: you would you would hear through the back channels of Afghanistan of what said terrorist organization did, right? Yeah,
2: because they that's that's like a a terrorist organization's <laughs> in it main goal is to incite terror. So they're not gonna, right. they're not going to do something terrible and then not talk about yeah, it. Yeah, they're
3: not running black ops missions. No, they're going to they're
2: going to do something shitty and be like, "Yo, that was us that did something shitty." Exactly.
3: So what are you going to do about? Yeah, it? do we have your attention now?
2: Yeah, exactly.
3: So, another one is this Diego Garcia and it's another possible theory for the disappearance. This one is more directed toward the United States. It was theorized that the plane was actually captured by the United States and then flown to the United States military base on the Atoll of Diego Garcia in the the British Indian Ocean Territory, or that the plane was ordered to directly land at the base. It was even brought up on a White House daily briefing. Now, this theory has several elements to it. The co-pilot's mobile phone contact and the face... Oh, and, and the plane had made a westward turn. Both suggest that the plane had been on flight to this island. It was also reported by the Daily Mirror, which apparently didn't give a concrete source, but it states that the captain had trained in landing on a Indian Ocean island with a short runway, using his at-home flight simulator. A few other media outlets reported that the captain had trained using his... AVA simulator to land on five runways in the Indian Ocean region, namely Diego Garcia and Male International Airport and other airstrips around the India and Sri Lanka. Now the FBI steps in and says that they impound the flight simulator and it had quote unquote, nothing suspicious on it whatsoever. They also state that the Mirror's report about the simulator's content was unsubstantiated and unsourced. Now, another quick addition to this, a former French airline boss claimed that the flight was actually shot down by the United States near the base of Diego Garcia. Then you have an article that pops up on March 18, 2014, by two journalists Farah Ahmed and Ahmed Nyef of the Moldovanian newspaper, that several residents of the Kuda Huvudho said they saw a low-flying jumbo jet at around 6.15 on March 8th. They said that it was a, a white aircraft with red stripes across it. They said the jet was traveling from north to southeast towards the southern tip, Of the Maldives, it wasn't just a few residents either. They were able to describe this loud noise that it made as it flew over their houses. They said it was so close they could actually see the doors on the plane. That's fucked up. Yeah, that's like that. You're definitely gonna know if a seven, a Boeing seven seventy seven is.
2: When I was little, I used to have dreams of one crashing in the cemetery. that would be unsettling. But I would go out there and there there would be wreckage, but there'd be no people on it. Like I would I'd find luggage and like the plane seats and all sorts of shit just burning wreckage,
3: but there's no people. That would be terrifying. It's weird. I was a weird little kid. It happens. But uh kind of what Steve touched on earlier that in July 2015 on the beach of Reunion Island, <clears throat> which was east east of Madagascar, They found parts of a Boeing 777, which was later confirmed to be from 370. So this jump-started the Diego Garcia theory and how the plane had been shot down. Apparently, a lot of people at the time were just dismissing the material as fake. So that was the pen I told you all to hold, is that I wasn't the only... Like, I'm just reading it, and my brain automatically goes, that's assuming all this is real. Well, all the locals in the area were also... Considering the same thing, so that's that's an abundance of red flags right there.
2: Yeah, because at the, at the time that that plane disappeared, there were there were supposed to be huge amounts of searches going on. But if I remember correctly, the Malaysian government was real antsy about not letting other people in to help, not letting like the U.S. in. They wanted they wanted to be in charge of everything and yeah. the recovery mission of this plane, which hampered shit so much, like like the Australian government was like we we we've got all sorts of resources we'll put out there and the Malaysian government was like ah, we'll, we'll take care of it you know don't worry yeah. about it back
3: off yeah almost like they had something to hide hmm
2: interesting
3: there's another theory and i i really don't i don't know it's called the the phantom cell phone theory and it's a little wild for me But we'd love wild here. It's just because I don't think I understand fully the process behind it. But I mean, I do. But tying it to I don't know, I'll just throw it out there. So people speculate that the passengers were actually still alive, but could not answer their phones, which is apparently known as phantom cell phone theory. This theory started because a lot of family members were calling their loved ones and they were getting ringing signals instead of, like, straight to voicemail or something to that effect. Oh,
2: Like when you have your phone set on flight.
3: Yeah, but it's also stated—I guess it kind of borderline debunks it, and not to mention time doesn't really go with this theory, if you think about it, because, I mean, if you're still trying to call them, it's been a long time. So, But it says that it's possible for the network to produce ringbacks as it searches for a connection— even if the cell phone was destroyed. So it doesn't, you know, it doesn't play out exactly like this uh, phantom cell phone thing, but it was a theory at the time, nevertheless. And so, and that theory probably was, you know, months after the initial happening. I wouldn't imagine that people are still banking on it to this day. Um, another theory, and this seems to be a very popular one one that is getting reverted back to, which I, once again, put another pin in, and I'll revisit this at the end of the episode, but crew suicide slash hijacking. And there is a little bit of meat behind this one. I just don't think it's enough for me, but not long after the initial disappearance, the media does what it does and starts digging into possibilities. So they start digging into the captain's life. They found out that the captain, Zaharis Ahmad Shah's wife and three children had moved out of his house a day before the disappearance. A quote-unquote friend of the captains also states that he was seeing another woman, obviously causing friction within the marriage. Apparently, Captain Shaw was upset his marriage was falling apart. Police also confirmed that he had received a two-minute phone call from an unidentified woman using a mobile phone number obtained with false identity. This was right before the flight, which, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't fucking know. But you though. know, what, like you know, what, like okay. So we have a plane that we don't know where the fuck it's at, but we have the ability to say the captain had a phone conversation with a woman whose ID, in no way, shape, or form, matches. She legally got this. ID to obtain this cell phone to have a call with the cat. Like, seems like a little much. You know I, what I mean? Like, I just, I
2: don't know. Bro. And like,
3: may, maybe there is more concrete behind that. But once again, it's almost like that Snopes thing. Like, you're throwing this out there. It's like, okay, I can, I can believe this, but provide some evidence as to how you figured out this lady. Had you, and, and why? Yeah, like, why would she use a false identity to obtain a fucking cell phone? And like. Unless she's just one of them turds, but nevertheless.
2: Yeah, maybe she is. that a, a
3: woman that you're wanting to throw your marriage away and three kids over like over on a woman who's got to falsify identities to get a cell phone?
2: Maybe she had a podcast and got a burner phone.
3: Okay, well, there you go. Solved. Problem solved.
2: <laughs> and like, just like, because like, if you look at. Any of the articles pertaining to the pilot being the culprit, they all focus that he was clinically depressed on depression medicine. This and that and the other thing. Well, like they're all his his whole marriage and shit was all falling apart. Well, apparently he his marriage wasn't that great to begin with because he was seeing somebody else. Right. So for him to just off himself and two hundred and thirty nine other people because his marriage that he wasn't very fond of to begin with is falling apart. Just seems like a stretch. It seems like they needed a scapegoat to point this
3: out. And and they do this every time, especially when it's a man. Like they, they, they dig into, or not necessarily, not always a man, but they always go to the relationship. Like what, what's their home life like? I can tell you right now, I know a lot of people that have shitty home lives and they're not flying planes into the ocean.
2: That is, that is the quote of the day.
3: <laughs> dude, it's, it's 100% fact. Dude. I mean, come on. Like, we all have shitty days.
2: Yeah, I think a lot and of And if the it...
3: dude has three fucking children, like, you have to take that in consideration, too. Like, you have to be in a ultra-dark place to not only kill 226 other people...
2: And, and 11 other crew members on top of
3: that. That's what I'm saying, like... Yeah. You have to be in a dark place to do that, but on top of all of that, you are giving up the fucking opportunity to ever see your three children again yeah. because you're in a fucked up state of mind. Like you you have to be in a place so dark that I don't think I could even fathom being that dark. If that makes any sense to anybody listening.
2: Yeah. It's it's because I mean, if you
3: have children, that should always be an anchor I think to a, the world. I
2: think a lot of it is that it, A, it's happened before. In some of my true crime research, there have been other pilots that have...
3: It has. It has happened. ...has
2: did uh, murder-suicide with a plane full of people as their way out. But I think a lot of this is banking on, like, the 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 tracking equipment and shit that was on the plane that just suddenly
3: Everything ended. stops.
2: They said that it's... Pretty much only capable of happening from inside the plane. Someone inside the plane has to shut that off, which could play into a whole bunch of different scenarios. You know what I mean? Like absolutely like the hijacking, or well, like, or... there could have
3: been a failure. Yeah, or some other phenomenon that we may or may not get into.
2: Yeah, and because you hear all like there's just as many rumors about this theory as there are for any of the other ones you hear that like he tipped his plane like tipped the plane wing as a yeah. as, like a nod to I his did, home city i did read read that before he took off and switched the like, transponders what, what off. are we
3: doing and, what are we doing at this point like you're you're really? just you're, just you're, you're you are in so you want me to believe that this man is in the worst possible mental state that a person can imagine and on his way out he's gonna tip tip his hat to his home get the fuck out of here that's not you like you said you were just throwing shit at the wall to see if it sticks at this yeah. point
2: and they uh, i feel like once once they started hammering down on the malaysian government they're like we need a bad guy for this you know yes. the terrorist thing or, isn't, or we
3: just need an explanation yeah
2: and the terrorist thing isn't panning out because we don't have anybody taking any credit for it so we've got a guy here who's not in the best mental health but he's working on it clearly because if he's clinically depressed that means he's diagnosed and on depression medicine so he's, he's he's working on it yeah but it's like i don't know
3: it's weird it's it's, <laughs> it's weird it's weird and it's ultra convenient
2: it is an easy out
3: yeah okay and then there was another connection too that apparently shaw was a supporter of the malaysian opposition politician Anwar Ibrahim. ibram who was currently sitting in jail. Yeah, I have a really hard time reading. Um, There were also claims that Shaw hadn't made any plans for anything after March 8th. So, yes, that could be a red flag. However...
2: I don't have any plans for next week.
3: (laughs) That's true. That's fair. That is fair. But, however, there was a French journalist, Florence de Chengy, who wrote a book about the flight's disappearance. Now, according to Chengy. He claims that Shaw made an appointment with his dentist to get his crown done a few days prior to his March 8th disappearance. So that in itself, if that's true, would at least give a little bit more of a reason as to why he didn't kill himself. Not that it cements it, because he may have made that on a good day, and then uh, takeoff happens, and he's like, you know what? I'm out. I'm done. I'm out of here. I have no idea. Now, the FBI gets involved. They reconstructed the deleted data from the simulator. A Malaysian government official stated that, you know, quote-unquote nothing sinister was found on the drive. But the Sunday Times later reported that among the deleted flight paths, they found a flight path into the southern ocean where he simulated a landing on a small island. In 2016, a leaked American document stated that a route... Uh, on the pilot simulator matched the flight over the Indian Ocean, and that this was found during the FBI analysis of the hard drive. It was later confirmed by the ATSB. So, hearing all that right there, that's a lot to take in in itself. But the what I what I gather out of this whole breakdown right here is that there's an awful lot of fucking misdirection going on.
2: Oh yeah, they're just they're just grasping. And then him landing on him landing on a island could just be him practicing for for an emergency um, landing.
3: dude. Exactly. Which
2: is what you're gonna do in a flight simulator, and not while you're
3: flying a real goddamn plane, right? But the fucked up thing is, as you take what you just said, and pair with that last paragraph I just chopped off at. There was a leaked American document that states, "Hey, the FBI." was in the Malaysian government weren't telling exactly the truth that nothing quote unquote nefarious was going on or, or anything that raised any type of red flag. All of this has to be, it had to be leaked out and then gets re you know, confirmed by somebody else later on. <laughs> like they're just all this misdirection. Like Classic. you said, yeah, it's just there to confuse. Now the next, uh, the next one is extremely, uh, self-explanatory fire. Fire could have happened, took the plane down. Yeah. You know, it's pretty self-explanatory. There I, are apparently a few accounts happening or that have happened to planes in the same time frame, like a fire in the cockpit, destroys all the controls. Another fi- Another was from a, a tire that had actually caught fire on takeoff, which I guess just ended up spreading through the, the underbelly of the plane before they knew it, and yeah. ended up killing everybody on board.
2: And that, that that leads on to another theory that I'm looking at here off of uh, the Daily Mail UK or uk is that maybe the pilot was trying to save more lives than take lives. Because if there was a fire that broke out, he essentially piloted the plane away from a lot of populated major cities out That's in true. the ocean where that plane could have went down in the middle of a metropolitan area and killed tons and tons of people.
3: Yeah, and... The- like you stated before, the Malaysian government hasn't been exactly forthcoming. So what if there was more dialogue between him and flight command that they're just like, yeah, we're not going to talk about this. We're not releasing this shit. I don't know. There was another theory that I, I, am sure it could happen. They, they, they label it as cyber attack. <laughs> Um, It gets tossed around that maybe a cyber attack had taken down the plane, although the spokesperson for Boeing came out and denied all claims that this could even happen. People who support this idea turned to Hugo Tesso's app, which hacked into pilot training software. The The FAA and others dismissed this, saying that the software between the plane and the app were completely different.
1: It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at haveyourrenew.com. Even in even in
3: 2014, odds are that certain government agencies out there probably at least had the ability to do this if they really wanted oh, to. Oh yeah. I believe Right. It. Am I am I am I putting all my you know, all my chips in on this, not really. And then of course I of, think the, of course the spokesperson for Boeing is gonna come out and go, no, they can't happen.
2: Yeah. I think the tech the technology is absolutely there. Yeah. To drop planes out of the sky, hundred percent. Right. Hundred percent. Do they do it for this one? Eh. Like why why would they pick this out of fucking the four thousand other airplanes that were in the sky
3: that day? Well, and that's 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 where I come back to here is is why? Why would they want to take a plane down like this and by cyber attack. You know, I would understand if they were trying to push a war or some other type of false flag event, but that would require someone to take blame for the incident, or at least for the Malaysian government or the the, whomever to point a finger at somebody else. Like there would be accountability, even if it was forced on to somebody else who didn't do it. So it just seems like, uh, I don't know. It just seems odd to me. Um, there were some other connections. There was a, another possible theory was that on July 17, 2014, Malaysia Airlines Flight 17 was apparently shot down over Ukraine. It was also a Boeing 777. So people were thinking, well, maybe this was actually MH370. There was another case. Another case would be Indonesia AirAsia 8501 which crashed on December 28th, 2014. It had a few things in common with MH370. The, The
2: fucked up thing about Flight 17 that was shot down was there was a kid that was getting ready to get on the plane with his mother, and he took a picture of Flight 17 and posted it on his Instagram and said, if we go missing like 370, here's what our plane looks like. And then that motherfucker was shot down. Oh,
3: that's weird. With that
2: poor kid on that That
3: is weird.
2: He says, if we go missing, here's what our plane looks like. And it gets That's crazy. Fucking smoked. That's crazy. It's it
3: terrible. But that's just like what the fuck? like
2: You you got man. me going now. Like we're already we're already Oh, we ain't
3: even to the good shit no. yet. No,
2: this is probably gonna be a two parter now, just letting you guys I know.
3: know. I don't know. Oh, I don't know how much I have left.
2: I've got I I got theories over here that I'm stumbling on as we're as we're going here.
3: Well, maybe it'll just be a long episode. We uh everybody be in.
2: one. um I'll let you yeah, continue. Let, let going me continue because with you, the uh flight seventeen thing.
3: I'm almost to where I start the good shit. Okay,
2: before we get there, like I found this this Daily Mail's got all sorts of fucking theories people are throwing out here, like
3: Oh, wait till I get to some of the shit I found. It's fucking great. So anyways, uh, the other case, the AirAsia 8501, it had a few things in common. They were both Malaysian owned and they both lost contact with air traffic control. Also, supposedly on December 15, 2014, on a Chinese news site, there was a user that posted, everyone should stay away from AirAsia because it would be under attack in the near future. The user then claimed that both MH370 and MH17 had been attacked by a black hand organization. Hmm. And they thought, you know, a lot of people were thinking that maybe this user was, it was either like a, a hacker that had stumbled across something or it was some type of, uh, for lack of better descriptions here, like a CAA blackout person that's kind of like leaking it out to the public. Like, hey, like like, like maybe he was in this, like, was privy to the knowledge and yeah. like, you know what? I don't want anybody else to die. Yeah. I'm gonna leak this information,
2: and then it slowed them down. Because I remember when seventeen got shot down, and they thought that Russia had did it, and it, like you were on that cusp. But like, is this gonna be World War Three? Is this right. gonna be what it started all these people getting killed? Um, I found one here that maybe the co-pilot was responsible for it. Uh, did you see that one?
3: I don't I don't know if I did.
2: Um. Again, they went right to, like, he had a bunch of personal issues with having relationship problems with his wife, but they interviewed the wife, who was also a captain of, on uh another airline. She said, like, there are no reasons for him to kill himself or anything. He was happy. Their, she said their marriage was happy, but then a bunch of...
3: This is the co-pilot, right? The co-pilot. Okay.
2: A bunch of young women started coming out and said that on other flights he would invite women into the cockpit with him to entertain them as he was flying, Hmm. which essentially could have led to him screwing something up and accidentally crashing the plane as opposed to... Purposely crashing the plane. Yeah. Because there were a young flight attendant, the young flight attendant came on and said that she spent an entire flight in 2011 in the cockpit while he was flying, and he was entertaining her doing all kinds of dumb shit, I guess. Which could lead to crashing a fucking plane.
3: Oh, yeah. It's like driving while on your cell phone.
2: Before, tell me where you're at before we get into your weirdness. Oh, we're at the weird shit. Okay, I'm going to go through some of these other ones um dailymail.uk another theory M- mh370 was used by terrorists for a suicide attack on the chinese navy this extraordinary claim came from 41 year old british yachtsman katherine t from liverpool whose initial account of seeing what she thought was a burning plane falling from the night sky made headlines from around the world on arrival in thailand's phuket Thailand's Phuket?
3: Hell yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> After sailing across the Indian Ocean from Koshin, southern India with her husband, she said, I could see the outline of a plane. It looked larger than planes usually do. There was what appeared to be black smoke streaming from behind it. Miss T's general description description of the time and place were vague, and she'd lost all credibility when she later stated on her blog that she believed M370 was a kamikaze plane that was aimed at a flotilla of Chinese ships... And it was shot down before it could hit the vessels. So she just, I guess, out of nowhere claimed that this was hijacked by terrorists to fly into Chinese ships. No solid proof was found in satellite data. Um, she just said she saw a plane flying at low altitude toward the military convoy and it assumed that it was the same plane that was hijacked. Um,
3: there could be a lot of explanations for that as well. Yeah,
2: yeah. Another person claimed to have seen the jet crash-landed on the water and was seen floating around that Ataman, the Adaman, the Adaman Sea. But again, like with most of these theories, there are no
3: provable. And he's provable he's data. seen it floating on the sea. Yeah. Um, like how the fuck the, did he, was he out there in a boat?
2: On a flight from Jeddah to Kalua Lumpur that crossed over the Adaman Sea on March 8th, a Malaysian woman, Raja Delela, 53, saw what she believed was a plane floating on the water surface. She didn't know about the search that had been started for MH370. She alerted the stewardess who told her to go back to sleep. I was shocked to see what looked like the tail and wing of an aircraft in the water, she said. It was only when she told her friends on the landing in Kalua Lumpur what she had seen that she learned about the missing jet. She had seen the object at about 2.30 p.m. Malaysian time. She said she'd been able to identify several ships and islands before noticing the silver object that she thought was a plane. But her story was laughed off by pilots who said it would have been impossible to see part of an aircraft in the water from 35,000 feet. Uh, Ms. Raja filed an official report with the police the same day and has kept to her story. I know what I saw, she's quoted as saying.
3: I would imagine that probably would be hard to see a plane in the water at thirty-five thousand feet. I don't know though because I've never been that high. So, and maybe she had awesome eyes. Could be. I haven't. I I can't really comment too much on that one.
2: Yeah, I mean, I feel like
3: it would be hard because, and depending on the type of, well, I guess would it be nighttime when she was napping, or maybe was she napping during the day?
2: It said two thirty p.m., so it would have been the afternoon. But she said she could also make out ships, which wouldn't be all that much different than seeing a yeah. big ass seven seventy seven. I don't know. I don't know. Weird, weird timing, and especially if she didn't know that the other plane was missing at the time for right. her to see a to her to see a plane on the ocean. It's just like everything else. Like you have to, you almost you have to take it with a grain of salt, but you can't write it off because yeah, there's no sure. definitive data or sure.
3: evidence. For sure.
2: But that was those were the two that I wanted to.
3: All right, so now we get into some fucking interesting stuff. So on March 13, 2018, there was a Twitter user by the name of Ty who uploaded a voicemail he got, and I am going to go ahead and play that voicemail for you.
0: Sierra, Delta, Alpha, November, Gaul, Echo, Romeo, Sierra, Oscar, Sierra, India, tango india sierra delta india romeo echo Foxtrot, oscar romeo yankee oscar uniform tango oscar echo victor alpha charlie uniform alpha tango echo bravo echo charlie alpha uniform tango india oscar uniform sierra tango hotel echo yankee alpha romeo echo november oscar tango hotel uniform mike alpha november zero four two nine three three nine six four two three zero sierra oscar sierra delta alpha november Gaul Echo, Romeo, Sierra, Oscar,
3: Sierra. Well, the voicemail obviously uses the NATO phonetic alphabet, which translates into S, danger, S, O, S. It is dire for you to evacuate. Be caution. They are not human. Zero, four, two, nine, three, three, nine, six, four, two, three, zero. S, O, S, danger, S, O, S. So apparently there's a connection and they claim the numbers are set are a set of coordinates which one is located in Africa and another near Malaysia which was very close to where MH370 vanishes from radar. They claim that this recording was actually a loop from the black box of the missing plane. That's why there was a S at the beginning of the message. So after he makes These posts on Twitter, he starts getting all types of very interesting text messages in different languages. He actually posts pictures and screenshots of these messages that he was getting. And he ends up getting messages in Indonesian, one in Malay, a couple in Morse code. And then there was another one where they had these these big groupings of numbers. And the Indonesian one says... In the post, you just shared about the recording on your phone. And then it gets kind of, at least for me, it got a little bit uh, confusing as to which were being translated. And some of the translation got translated to they're taking over. One says, the message you received is well related to Stephen Hawkins' death. You are not ready to face them. Um, In the number string, there was... Uh, it was a a large number string. At the very end, there was five numbers, 41818. So people start to think, well, maybe that's a date, you know, April 18th, 2018. They thought this could have been a possible date of a rapture or a day of reckoning or even whenever, you know, quote unquote, they, whoever they were, were taking over. Um. Ty later posts, okay, I'm sitting in my car right in front of my house, and this guy started taking pictures of my house with flash. Then he just walks away. Literally, what the fuck? It's 3 a.m. I'm going to die tonight. In an interview, Tyler then explains why he eventually deletes his Twitter account. He's like, I was a not prepared, nor did I like, all of the publicity I got from this. He's like, my shit went viral and I started getting death threats and hate comments. So it gets a little weirder. There was another Twitter user and he comes forward and his Twitter handle was like Bass B A S S P E A R E. And apparently he received the same message, but his was a little bit longer. And by a little bit, I mean significantly.
4: This is not a test. This is not a joke. Over the past several years, we have been wanting to send an automated voice message to people who understand and are not afraid. One message at a time will make many know the truth. The truth that other biological beings have been walking this supreme creation that sustains life. Earth, a planet created just like our own. With technological advancements, you as the human race have kept yourselves strong and living. But as chaos comes to your planet, we must show ourselves to prove that there are different ways to keep peace. Many do not agree with what we say, so they may hunt us down. Your accomplishments are as followed. You have created religions on a biased, unrealistic God. Have created a government that is corrupted and will fall soon. Your weaponry is only advanced by our technology which you have scavenged from our own. The liquid lands you call your oceans contain many secrets, including some spacecraft drowned and sunk into the abyss. We will make ourselves known to the best of our utmost capabilities. Clear your airspace or face consequences. November, Oscar, Oscar, November, Echo, India, Sierra, Sierra, Alpha, Foxtrot, Echo, Alpha, November, Yankee, Mike, Oscar, Romeo, Echo.
3: So. All of this starts to unfold, and then people instantly jump on this, how this is all part of an ARG, kind of like the Cicada 3301. There was a Twitter account called 914, and it was apparently ran by someone with the handle Lunar Rabbits. And it had a pinned tweet there that says this, this event is nowhere related to catastrophic events. 18 April is definitely safe. All other accounts are impersonating. Reason to hold this event is to help people solve an up- an upcoming global cicada event. Reason to hold this event is to aware people with knowledge. But you check back in on this Lunar Rabbits and there is no account. It's de- it's deactivated, <laughs> of course right? It is. Of course it is. And... I don't know, and also it kind of it kind of like rubs me a little bit, and I know that it's always in the back of our heads, but some of this verbiage in Lunar Rabbit's tweet just vaguely reminds me of Egress a little oh, bit. Yeah. But uh, so, as far as I'm concerned, there's no actual proof that this was an ARG, and then I stumble on to a Reddit thread. By Nick Hinton, and his his uh, Reddit thread, I highly suggest you check him out because boy does he go off. His Reddit handle is Nick Hinton H I N T O N N three three three. He starts to go over Ty and the voicemails, and really digs into it. And he puts forward a possible theory as to why the voicemail may have reached Ty. It's said that there were solar flares during this time which could cause electromagnetic pulses in the atmosphere amplifying the signals and making it possible for cell phones to pick up and that's I'm assuming amplifying the the black box recording possibly um he points out some re- repeating numbers as well in the, in this case flight 370 a Boeing 777 Left on the seventh day of the third month, and the airlines is said to fly thirty-seven thousand people daily. Now it's kind of it's kind of a fun thought, and I didn't. Or it's kind of fun, even though I didn't watch the TV series. But apparently, the show lost halfway. Actually, predicts the events of Malaysia in MH three seventy. And Lost came out 10 years before, apparently, this came out 10 years before MH370. And he says, a Boeing 777 deviates from its path, turns around and disappears somewhere off the coast of Australia. In Lost, some of the passengers included an actor and two men who used fake passports. On MH370, there was an actor and two men that faked passports. The actor was Ju Roon, which was Jet Li's body double. There were two Iranian men seeking asylum in Europe, where and they were the ones that were using fake passports. In Lost, there's a psychic that predicts the plane crash. Well, in 2013, a Nigerian prophet said an aircraft carrying over 200 passengers from an Asian nation would have serious problems. Then, believe it or not, he links all of this. At, well, there's a possible connection to CERN, which just makes sense, right? It makes me just fall in love with the this even more. <clears throat> so on September twenty second, twenty eleven, CERN does does what they do, and they succeed in sending particles faster than the speed of light. So Fucking CERN, was, yeah. So some physicists h- hypothesize that going faster than the speed of light could actually result in time travel. Now, apparently, in the plot of Lost, it's centered around a time travel experiment called the Dharma Initiative. The purpose of this was for people to achieve time travel and prevent or push back a doomsday event. He points out the logo for drama looks exactly like the inside of CERN, and it really fucking does. Like I saw the picture of it. He puts the logo next to, like, the inside of CERN. What is it? D H A R M A, which is eerily close D-H-A-R-M-A. to DARPA.
2: D H A R M A. Yeah.
3: Logo. Yeah. And then if oh, if you see like a side by side like live picture of CERN, it looks like the tunnel. It's just it's it's crazy. Weird. Um, another thing the user found was that the lost experience was actually an ARG. So he points out that in the text Ty was getting, the date that appeared was April 18, 2018. Many people thought it was the start of a possible alien invasion. However, could it be possible that this was in fact a date for a doomsday-like event and that by uncovering this date it actually therefore pushes the doomsday date back because as nick points out ufo's are all over the 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 current media so he's wondering if you know and by discovering this date if it actually ends up pushing it back and maybe now it's starting to unfold um he also also references the black sun in this case, the symbol is tied to a possible portal to somewhere be- beyond space and time. There were several murals dedicated to the missing plane, which one in which appears the plane is flying into a black hole. You gotta try to find the Steve the uh, the the murals for the plane because it's it, they're weird, man.
2: The mu- where are the murals at?
3: Uh, I found it on his Reddit page. But you could probably put like MH three seventy Black Sun murals, maybe. But they're they're interesting to look at because the the first one it depicts this plane flying to like through the clouds, and that's one of them there that he posts. The one you have your cursor on, and then there's one like I said, it's flying to the clouds, but there's a black hole in the clouds, and on the left side of the hole it says, it's chill. On the right side of the hole it says, come in. And then, there's another mural, which is what you're looking at, Steve. It's the two-piece, it's the tail, and then there's that one that you saw where the the nose is coming out. And it it kind of depicts the plane is flying through like a tear in The fabric of reality so it's really weird and then
2: that is weird
3: and then he goes even farther
2: like puzzle pieces too
3: right and and then it goes even farther and he ends up tying this to donnie darko and how in the movie the main character is supposed to close a time loop the black sun is also a symbol of saturn which in ancient times is known as the god of time. Saturn also is known for having a hexagon on its north pole. Well, there's another painting where it has the plane flying and then it has all these hexagon, like almost like a hexagon netting is put over the entire plane. So he theorizes, you know, could it be possible that this whole disappearance was tied to a Saturn ritual? Then, in the Man of Steel, there was a trident-shaped UFO that crashes near the coast of Australia. The coordinates of the UFO in the movie are shown 37 degrees south and 76 degrees east. Well, apparently, if you type in the opposite coordinates, 37 degrees north and 76 degrees west, you are brought to King Neptune's Park, in Virginia Beach. Weird. Inside the park is a statue of King Neptune holding a trident. The streets leading up to the park, which are adjacent to 33rd Street, form a trident. There's also an explosion of something in that movie, and on the debris is written 370. Then you have a place in Virginia Beach, same place as the the park there the try to uh, the Neptune park, but it's called Middlesex, which is the town where Donnie Darko was filmed. Then in mission impossible three, which is another movie depicting chasing a white rabbit. There's a scene where you can see the Malaysian airlines logo, but you see it from the back. Like it's a, a Malaysian sign. You see it from the back and, uh, all the A's in Malaysian make a 666, (laughs) right? And and this is, like, I'm reading this, and I'm kind of like, okay, this is fun. This is awesome. But what's fucking weird is that you then reference Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen, and this was a movie based around sun-harvesting robots who reside on one of the moons of Saturn. They literally reused identical reused the same video footage from Mission Impossible 3 three years later in Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. It is literally the exact same footage. He also notes that the spot reported for the crash was in a vile vortices, which are regions where things get weird. You know, electronics fuck up, blah, blah, blah. Better put... You know the most famous of these vile vortices is Bermuda Triangle. Well, this spot where the plane "quote unquote" or the plane may have actually landed is on the opposite side of the globe, basically mirroring Bermuda Triangle. That's weird. So it's kind of odd, you know. And I don't know. Like I just found this all crazy, interested or interesting. And then, like like I was saying, there was a listener that sent this to me and I start looking into it. Well, ironically enough, I have actually found videos like 12 days ago about how they may have found MH370. And so I start watching these videos and whatnot. And when they originally searched for this plane, they sent so much at it. They had 354 military aircraft missions with 19 vessels. They cleared over 1.8 million square miles in the search. Uh, Malaysia, China, and Australia aided in the search. They spent over $155 million searching for this plane. So there were some aquatic companies that come forward and were like, listen, we want to basically find this plane And it's kind of like a sales pitch almost, like, hey, we're really good at finding underwater shit. They go looking for it, looking for it. Almost none of them come up with anything. And then there was this guy, Richard Godfrey, and he claims to know exactly where the plane is. And he used weak signal propagation. He says that it's 19... Hundred meters west of Perth and is at a depth of four thousand meters. It's also possible that it could be under three hundred meters of sediment. Holy shit! So whether that's
2: three football fields, uh, yeah, of
3: shit, shit, and that's a, that's, and once again, he could just be throwing shit to the wall. Like yeah, it's not yeah. a guarantee that it's there. And you gotta go four thousand meters down and then dig through three thousand meters of sediment to maybe find this plane. It's so weird. But what's amazing to me is that they are still putting this, like, the amount of resources into finding this plane. Yeah, I like. I, I get it that. that it's like a massive mystery, but they like because you know those aquatic companies are spending millions of dollars out there trying to map because they're literally taking sonar of the floor looking for anomalies. That's what I read too. And it's just, it's, it's also mind baffling is that I started, I was watching news clip after news clip of them talking about this, all this, like maybe finding it and yada, yada, yada. And all of them are reverting back to suicide. Like all of them are like, yep, it had to have been suicide. Like, there's no question Somebody about it whatsoever. In the plane took the plane down. Yeah,
2: it's so weird. And talking about like, I know it's not connected in any way, but it just made me think about it. The Black Sun ritual. Yeah, leads us back to our Star Wars cult, who is known as the Order of Lord the Black, the Black Sun, Sun, who did a human sacrifice ritual ritual at the Black Sun Temple.
3: Of course they did. <laughs> <Of> course <laughs> why they why did. wouldn't? Yeah. Why wouldn't it
2: all tie together? But like, I may have found a recording of the second voicemail that you talked
3: about. If you found it, then we'll put it I'll in put the it in there. the episode. I haven't. Yeah. I haven't played it yet. I'll insert it. To, yeah.
2: But there's an interesting piece. If we play that second voicemail at the end, you'll hear another f- part of the phonetic alphabet that'll say. November, Oscar, Oscar, November, Echo, India, Sierra, Sierra, Alpha, Fox, Trot, Echo, silence, then Delta, November, Yankee. People have came forward that the first set of the uh, words spell out no one is safe, but nobody can figure it out what the Delta, November, Yankee, the D-N-Y stands for. D-N-Y. Now that we've found the uh, second voicemail, I'm just popping back on here. Uh, the DNY, which I read from that uh, episode at the end of the f- the uh, phonetic alphabet, it was wrong. It actually spelled out uh, anymore. So the code from that second voicemail essentially is no one is safe anymore. So do it that as you will. Do do
3: not. I don't know. We'll have to listen to it.
2: Yeah, because if it's if it's legit, we'll play it there.
3: It would have been even more fucked up if it was uh, Alpha instead of Yankee DNA.
2: DNR, do not resuscitate.
3: Well, that's a given.
2: <laughs> but it's supposedly that, and another thing I when we were talking about, um, you are talking about Egress and the, the April eighteenth. Well, the Twitter message that message us talking about Egress shit. Uh, that date was for April 19th 19 yeah all right i That's knew it was cl-
3: i knew like when you when you said that i was like, like oh dang, fuck that has close. to be close that is it has to be really close it is
2: weird man i don't know
3: so i mean and i loved the Nick Hinton's research on this cuz oh, that yeah. dude went when he fucking started hard, connecting dude.
2: the dots i was like fucking that this
3: like is- isn't like imagine the amount of research you put into that and then Like, cause a lot of it is just bizarre.
2: I can see him just sitting there like with his tack board up and like, boom, Donnie Darko, boom, Transformers, boom, this, boom, that, boom, this, boom, that, and his head's just going, what in the fuck is going on?
3: Like it's, I don't know, man, like it, like a lot of possibilities there and it just, like it, it just brings us back to, uh, like what you said, like how the fuck does a person go missing these days? And then it goes further back around that a full plane with people the went missing.
2: fucking sideswiped my brain is that they found 27 pieces of planes. They and they can identify. only identify three to the missing plane.
3: Yeah, and I, I find out. And uh,
2: I get it that planes crash in the ocean and shit and probably not all of their pieces are picked up, but... But wouldn't wouldn't those be identifiable to other plane pieces? You would of think, like?
3: especially if you did like a time analysis on them. And-
2: <laughs> what, the, what is what?
3: And then the, what like is you, the world? Like you pointed out, the secrecy behind the Malaysian government not wanting to be kind of forthcoming with the information. Am I am I banking that aliens fuck fuck this plane up? Maybe not, but regardless. There are definitely some weird circumstances around it.
2: Something nefarious has happened,
3: dude. It almost and like I said, like what are the odds that ten years and they're still dumping these amount of resources in finding this plane? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, cause I guarantee you could find similar things out there.
2: I'm sure people have researched it, but I'd love to go down like the passengers that were supposed to be on the on the list to see if there was any, yeah. any prominent like super. Prominent government officials, or like, well, there was supposed some to be sort of scientists.
3: There was another theory that I had heard, and apparently, it gets disproven where it had to do with some type of patent. I forget I've, what it I've was. Read like that too. was, like a semiconductor or something there was like, like that. Yeah, and yeah, and it was supposed to be like four of the patent holders were on the plane. And they died. So then the patent went back so to bad. the Rothschilds yeah, and all that there. shit. Supposedly, those people weren't even on the plane. And there's a whole big explanation behind it that I'm not going to get into. But
2: well, I'm already, as soon as you said Rothschild, I'm already in the camp that they took the plane down for mon- monetary purposes. I'm
3: sure. You know, it wouldn't surprise me either. Bottom but line
2: and problem solved.
3: Regardless, like, I, it was like reading this and just stumbling, like, stumbling onto article after article and kind of putting these pieces together and then, like, like I said, finding Nick Hinton's research on it, like it, it just, it was all just like it was so much fun to hear, like how off the rails Nick went in his research because then it just makes you like, like it, <laughs> because like, like I don't know if it's what real a, or what not. An
2: awesome ally to have, right? You
3: know? Like, and I also don't know if it's real or not, but like if like there's that reference to the Avengers where they... They have that picture of Captain America and Times Square, and then on one billboard it's the Corona beer, and on the other one is the exact same virus model that they used for the the, the picture of, of COVID. Life and then, imitates
2: art that imitates life.
3: So it just kind of, like, may, is there really something to them putting little nods? Because there is that, like, whole carmaic thing we constantly hear about where they, they have to tell us what they're doing, even if it's in the most subtle of ways. Yeah, it's still a form of acknowledgement, <sighs> and it's just I don't know. I don't know. for me, kind of being in that like weird conspiracy junkie mindset. Like it's super fun to read theories like this and hear them. Oh yeah, because it just like it's almost like being a kid in the candy store. You're like, oh shit, every anything's possible now, motherfuckers. Let's go.
2: Yeah, and then and at this point, do I say, am I buying and in, buying into the theories? No, is my mind open that, that it could be legit? Fuck yeah, it is. Because at this <laughs> point, like, like I, what is real anymore? At Dude, this point,
3: that's where I'm at.
2: You know, like, like I feel like it's, it might be just as plausible that that big Hollywood had planned this out and did some sort of weird fucking ritual sacrifice on these people. As it would be that the pilot was bummed out, he was getting a divorce and flew the plane in the ocean.
3: Yeah, and there there are people that are running almost that same algorithm to nine eleven that say that was a mass ritual, a mass sacrifice ritual. Yeah, and they run because I think Tripoli had the dude on for that. If you if you guys can find that episode, it's fucking crazy because the guy runs the numbers and like all the significant like does the numerology shit and it like you listen to it and you're like. Well damn. Like that was fucking heavy. And if if what he's saying is true, like maybe it fucking was. Yeah. I don't know. Fuck. But I don't know. I for me this was a really fucking fun episode to kind of dig my teeth into and
2: it is just hear it. it It It's fucking it was crazy. Yeah, the craziest mysteries of the last probably fifteen years, twenty years, because like like it boils back to Two hundred and thirty nine people missing, and an entire fucking plane missing.
3: Right, with without down. a trace. Yeah, gone. Yeah. It, it disappears found, from radar they, and this. They, they
2: found three pieces of a plane that just washed up. Like and mm, like I
3: said, f- even the locals, even the locals around there were kind of like. But Weird. is it really though?
2: The government's getting pressure, and now oh look here.
3: They that's just what found I'm saying. all
2: these airplane pieces and a that's couple what of I'm them saying. happen to be from the one that we can't fucking find.
3: Or what if what if it's some fucking cause we know how media is today. What if it's some fucking hotshot journalist that's like, I just want my newspaper to pop off. I just want to get them extra clicks. Oh, so yeah. they find re- debris on because any of them, any, especially nowadays, if if somebody just found a piece of debris that just remotely looked like plane wreckage, headlines on your on your newspaper will be, could it be wreckage from MH370? Has, has oh, somebody yeah. found wreckage?
2: Yeah, and people are going to go, click 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 click, 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 click,
3: click, exactly. So, in you know, and then come to find out it could have been from a, a John Boat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would it surprise you? No. That's what I'm saying. They would just title it how it was going to catch your attention. Could be. Right. Could
2: be from yes. the missing plane. Exactly.
3: It's, so, I mean, so I just found it super satisfying that the locals were like, Yeah, I don't know if this is real. Because when I was reading it, that's where my mind went. And then I read that about how they were like, You're like, well, shit. I'm like, Yep, knew it.
2: So weird, man.
3: It is weird. It is, it is and utterly now, bizarre. Now
2: there's the waters are so muddied. Even if they do find the plane, you're never going to know what happened to it.
3: No. No,
2: unless unless it's got a goddamn missile sticking out of the side of it, conveniently, <laughs> like you'll never you'll never know.
3: Yeah, and then the more you they, dive e- even, down these,
2: yeah, even if it is some big conspiracy hidden, like they could have given the they could have found the plane, or or to at least put pieces of the plane out there and gave these families closure.
3: That like yeah,
2: like you don't know you don't have to know how this plane went down, but just know gone. that your family
3: that has gone,
2: is not coming back yeah it's gone but no you don't get that you don't get any of that it's fucked up
3: that's about all I have that that is it was interesting once
2: once you because I've looked into it once you go down those rabbit holes fuck that's what I'm really going anyway thanks for hanging out with us today Uh, check us out at all our social medias Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter TikTok just come and chill Make sure you always tell all your weird friends about us. Pass the hollow sky news along to everybody. That is what we need you to do. So until next time, stay safe, stay weird. And if you find yourself on a plane and you disappear, maybe bring your own transponder that you can turn on. So when big Hollywood decides to delete you, you can leave a trace and we can find you hollow sky out.